Hey, wow. Welcome to this amazing uh, bonus episode of Red River Podcast. Uh, today, we got to talk to TJ Penzone again. So, yo, it's been a while, man. So to, to, to see, uh, you know, that uh, pretty face of yours alive and well among so many instruments, uh, it makes me happy. So, so maybe up? you should record the video on this. So people... <laughs> I don't know. If anyone listening wants to see the video, uh, just... Uh, Send it and, uh, you know, send me some money and, and I'll send you jerk off material. Perfect. What's going on? Nothing, man. Just, um, it's been working on a lot of stuff lately. We, uh, <clears throat> haven't had a chance to catch up too much lately, but so let's catch up. Here we are. Um, yeah, just working. I got a, I got a new, these people seven inch coming out soon. I saw on what label? Um, it's through, uh, this label Greenwich recordings and my own label called parallel division. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, which is cool. Actually, I have a good story about, about Let, that, actually. Let's hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I originally, I can't believe I'm starting off with this. I, let, me, let me go into it in a little bit, actually. It's, I'm, not, okay. I'm not ready. Okay, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, you got some music coming out. Yeah. So anyway, so it's coming out through that. And this label is kind of doing like the physical stuff, like, um, you know, uh, seven inches, cassettes, 10 inch stuff. And also any of the stuff that I produce, um, that I want to put through that, I can do that as well. So it'll come through my label, through their label. So what about your back catalog? Like all the Walter stuff? Um, what, what, what do you mean? Well, oh, I, mean, I, I well, saw me and Daryl produced you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, was, great, that, that was just through the label that he was on at the time that put it okay. out. So it has nothing to do. With, yeah, none of that. The only back catalog thing that I can put out through my own is the uh, stuff uh, I did for Keith Buckley. We did like a. Oh, cool. Um, Every yeah, time I die. Yeah, we did. We produced a thing for him and that never really came out for real. So I might put that out through the through the label. I've been talking to him about that. What is uh, that? Really cool like? project. Yeah, tell tape. me. It's called Tape and it's uh, he sounds great on it. It's a really, very VHS uh, inspired beats and and really pretty vocals. It's, it's a really cool project. So we're trying to get that out in the next uh, within this year so that's that's cool because like uh, every time i die is so chaotic it i guess a it's lot so of, opposite it's know? so opposite but that's what you want to do like when you're you know like in glass jaw like you for example daryl then you're like oh maybe i just want to go sing something else you know it's like when you have 
you know, like fucking what's the singer of Dillinger Escape Plan now does, uh, you know, like m- more of like a new wave sound. You know, it's like you you kind of want to like test out the waters on certain things. It's like, oh, I've been screaming for 10 years. Now I want to sing something pretty. Yeah. I mean, and those dudes, at least, you know, I mean, uh, all those dudes also sing in their stuff, too. So I, was, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like to get into the mind of other people, whatever they want to do. But um, <laughs> less. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're talking. We're dissecting. Yeah, yeah. But um, but anyway, regardless, it's a cool project and I'm excited. I think I'm going to put out my uh, my brother has a project that's going to I'm going to put out, I believe, um, on it. And uh, yeah, it'd just be cool to have some physical copies and get it out there, get in some whatever stores are left. Um, and your brother, uh, your brother's last. Um, what is he doing stuff under again? I forgot. Uh, well, he, he Richard Flesh is his like other project where he. Um, he does, it's all his art stuff. He does all the these people art, which is really, I, I love it. I've been using him since the beginning. Um, um, but he, um, and then he did his, so he, he put it, yeah, he, he used the name Richard Flesh and he put out like a, his own record in the last year, which is really far out. Um, and now he's doing another project. Uh, so yeah, he's a, he's always, he just has a ton of ton ton of music. So, we're, we're, how, why do you think you guys have like such interesting musical taste? Because uh, a lot of the stuff you send me, uh, you know, when we talk via text, you'll be like, "Oh, check out this song," and it's always like some like weird random song from like the seventies that I never heard of. And then your brother does inst- interesting music too. Like, how did you guys grow up that you guys gravitate towards this stuff? Um, we actually I, we we didn't really grow up with. A very musical family I, we had an uncle who was like a multi-instrumentalist but we weren't very close to him at all okay um it was like my mother's uh, uncle but my mom's tone deaf my dad's tone deaf um <laughs> the, I, rem- I remember <laughs> like in like high school like or, or right before high school like my dad the only cds he had in the car were the white album yanni oh. and i can't remember what the other one was <laughs> but i remember him i remember him being like this dude's blind isn't it amazing i'm like He's not. What does that have to do with him being able to sing? You can move the microphone anywhere. That's not the impressive part. Like maybe yeah. his voice is beautiful, but what does him being blind have to do with his voice? But are you are you talking about Andrea Bocelli? I am talking about that. So it was Andreas Bocelli and yeah, Yanni yeah. and the, yeah, yeah. and and the White Album. But I grabbed the White Album, and that was to me what I think. I I, I remember the the first time I, I was wearing. I remember very vividly. I was wearing a Dinosaur Junior cert. I was a big skater when I was growing up. Me and, too, me too. And I, and I was just getting in. I was really into a lot of music. Probably through skating was getting me into a lot yeah, of stuff. But it, it'll get you into music like that, for sure. Yeah, but this kid uh, this kid I was friends with, his name was Rob Demery. I just can't believe I haven't even thought of him in like 15 years. But yeah, he was a really nice dude. And he was like, yo, we're doing a, we're doing a cover band, Jimmy Hendrix cover band. You, you, I heard you started playing guitar. You want to play? And I was like, yeah, dude. And I'm thinking, and after I was like, I can't play. Yeah. And I definitely can't play Hendrix. <laughs> like, that was like unbelievable. Like, I remember just being like, why did I say yes to this dude? There's no chance. So I, um, I just, I remember I went, like, I just started learning stuff. The first thing I ever do is I went to the library. And my mom got me like uh, Eleanor Rigby, like how to play or like a, like a VHS tape. And I remember just sitting there and I, and I had an electric guitar at the time. And I, I thought that was smarter. Um, than playing acoustic since I was a little more difficult. Um, and I remember learning it, which is funny because Eleanor Rigby has zero guitar. So it's all. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, that's, that's the a, irony. That's a really tough one to start with. I, I, yeah. So it's, all it's make- not really. It's just like E, E, C, C, E, ah, you know, like- it, it sounds very fancy, but like, uh, you know, all these missteps and, uh, you know, the Yanni influence, all these things are kind of making sense to me right now. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
the Yanni was not an yeah, not particularly an influence to me, but nothing against him. I don't I just don't know anything. It's, but, it's um, part of the story. But yeah, so anyway, no, I think we we you know I got I got I got into music. My brother was kind of like a very into comics and and uh, and basketball and all that kind of stuff. And then I remember I was like, I need a I need a bass player. Like, you, if I could play guitar, you could play bass. And then he started playing bass, and he turned out to just like he was so it was such in his DNA. Like he was very advanced at a very young age. You know, it was very strange. Like he just all of a sudden started playing drums, and he would watch like the Neil Pert like how like Neil Pert sitting on a canoe and teaching drum lessons and and uh and he just i remember rick was just very like he acclimated to it very quickly like it was just he was very gifted on that so anyways i think like we you know and we also grew up in a certain time where everyone we knew like as we started to know people in local everyone was in bands and you know i don't know so i think that's i i did like 10 bands before you know like all different styles i think i tried like everything you know, yeah, not, not yeah. Everything. and and like right now like so like these people is like your baby um and it's always like an interesting sound like i know you were dropping singles not too long ago so like if you could describe which is impossible but I, i'm gonna ask you anyway but like it, for someone listening that wants to check out the band like how would you describe what you're at least what you're trying to get a, across with the, a band like these people it's not i don't think i'm specifically trying anything other than it's just what i like after um the last band and we talked about in the last podcast after men, women, children broke up. I think I just went, when I started writing music, I didn't have any intention. You know, I kind of was like, this is when I started like messing around garage band, which I, you know, <laughs> I laugh about it. Cause I went from garage band into like getting so deep into recording, you know, but you're, you're deep. I'm pretty deep. I'm very <laughs> deep in, but, um, but my point is, is that I, I think a lot of the stuff that I, I, I grew up on, kind of came out you know what I mean like when I went to write it was like I was there was not one band that was current that I was intentionally trying to rip off I yeah. didn't even think about it I just was as I was touring a lot with the last band and I remember just being in England and just sitting in the hotel like with this miniature little guitar like learning these Bowie tunes like and just trying to just like keep studying like you know after getting a you know a major label deal and touring and doing all this stuff I took it very seriously as to like what I was ingesting musically you know what I mean like I stop listening to like my friends bands and not does anything wrong with that, but you know what I mean? Like I just started like being like, Oh, I want to learn how to just write songs more. So like, or, or get better at them. I've always written songs, but I don't think they were very good when I was early, but are you always going to feel that way? Cause like, you know, uh, whatever I come up with this year, I'll probably think that I, you know, like next year I'll be like, Oh, this song is so much better. You know, I, um, you know, it's, I think I kind of found like a, like a, a gray area of like I, it sounds like I don't know how to say it but it's kind of like they're all just different pieces to me there's not I don't there's nothing I really listen back to and at least these people specifically like I heard something recently because I had to learn an old song for something and I, I listened back and I'm like this is it was like 2012 this song and I'm like I actually even like the recording like I was kind of like have I learned anything because yeah. this doesn't bother me at all and I <laughs> I was I, I'm so anal on like the inception of it and, you know, you know, or my brother will play on stuff and it's just like, everything is so like calculated that when it's done and I go back to it, I actually like kind of, in, I wouldn't say I enjoy it, but I don't hate it. You know what I mean? I kind of like understand what I was doing. So what, what is your like songwriting process? Like in particular, like, like, let's say like the, the forces at work was the last thing you guys put out, right? Yeah. Yeah. For, so, so how does something like that, like, uh, 
how does the inception come about? Because I would imagine you start a lot of things by yourself, and then from there you you just build. It's I, that does happen a lot. Like I'll kind of sit and I'll and I'll either like track a tune to like a click track and then start adding stuff, and then by the time I kind of throw it over to my brother, who's like an unofficial band member, it kind of just plays on stuff um, when I annoy him to, and it's like I'm kind of yeah. There's a lot of times I'll like write something to a click, and I and I start building on that, but it's funny the forces at work that I just released was the opposite of that. That song started when we were just, me and Rick were just, actually, I think he just did the drums and bass in Mike Sapone's studio. It's like a while ago, how old that's like the Genesis of that song was. And he just did like, he was kind of doing like a can, the band can like kind of like a, a beat. And then he played a, the same bass line through the entire song. So I had that skeleton. And then like years later I found it and I wrote a tune on top of it keeping his exact drums and bass. Oh, that's cool. So it's really funny. That was one song that I didn't start. He actually made that loop, like a live loop kind of, you know what I mean? And then- I'm a big I, loop fan. I'm, I like I like songs with loops because yeah. I, I like to write to that. I feel like you could really get a good melody off on that, you know, from the repetition. Yeah. And then from there, just add the layering as, as uh, you know, the, the progressions come, so. Well, it's, uh, you were mentioning to me, I know we'll talk about it, but about like my favorite, Yep. or most influential records, which is very, very difficult as I tried to do that because I think I go through phases where I'm obsessed. Like the, recently I sent you that tune. I found a- What's all, um, yeah, I forgot. I was, was looking uh, for- The dude from the, um, oh my God, why am I? Oh, Johnny Thunders. Yeah. The dude yes. from the, uh, the New York Dolls. So but like, I never really got into him. We almost actually did a tour with them um, in the Men, Women, and Children actually. And we ended up not doing it. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, it was very <laughs> strange. We Like they wanted us to do it. It was really cool. And we turned it down because- we did that gang of four tour. It's like when you do those kind of like nostalgia tours, it's hard to really make money. You're just doing it. So you could say you went on tour with the band. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, 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 for sure. But anyways, so th this Johnny Thunder song came on and I became obsessed with it. Like it was just on my Spotify. Like, I forgot what else I was listening to. Like the advert, I was listening to something and it just went to it. And I was like, that happens to me every once in a while where it's like you hear a song once and it just clicks to you. Mm. It doesn't always happen to me, but every once in a while, I was just like, this tune is like, like I, I sent it to you. I'm like sitting on the beach and I'm like listening to this. Yeah. Um, and I just learned it. It was very simple. Like night, I just like was like, I have to now ingest this tune until I, I get sick of it. I actually haven't listened to it in a minute now since, but some, just become, some, no, yeah. sometimes songs click like you, you know, you hear things over and over again. And that's how it was like back in the day when you would like buy a cassette before yeah. you had access to everything on the planet on your phone you would buy something and you're like, all right, this is kind of okay. Okay. And then by like the 10th listen, like the second song just like hits you and you're like, yeah, oh, shit. You're like, pour some sugar on me is actually pretty good. <laughs> I never got to that point yet. I'm going <laughs> to, no, I'm joking. You got to keep trying, but then you, keep trying. you also sent me the only ones, another girl, that's another a, planet. Yeah. That's another tune that I was like, I like it start. I, I don't even remember how I heard of that. It was like a few years ago, but it's like it's it just starts with this like kind of like noodly guitar solo, and then it, when it kicks into that vocal, I'm just I was just like mesmerized by it. That's another one I the other day I figured out because I was like I gotta know how to play this tune. I mean, 1978, yeah, that's that's uh you know I, I a lot of this stuff, even the stuff that band can like these are things that I never really discovered. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think maybe. I stay current. So I'm always looking for things that came out in, in 2021. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like maybe you dig a little more the other way. I, it's not like, you know what it is? I think it's like, 
Yeah, I don't know. It came to a point where I think I just I kept finding like I like finding things on my own. Yeah. Like and, and not like it's not like fully intentional. Like if you show me something that came out, I might be like, this is really rad. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about like like older like everyone thinks they've heard every single tune that's come out, but they haven't. It's all new. I mean, it's a lot of things. A lot of things are new to you, like no, to no, mostly, no. Yeah. you know, you know, whatever. Obviously, everyone has varied music taste but i think if you're like only listening to new stuff like it's just like you're kind of putting yourself in a headspace of of what's going on in that thing and nothing's right or wrong i just think i just tend to enjoy the uh like i said that that johnny thunder song i don't know anyone that sent me a tune that i you know like that hit me like that in a long time you know what i mean like oh and there's something about that and it makes me kind of rethink something and maybe like go to write something that i wouldn't have written you know so. Well, I mean, we, we all look for, I, I don't know if we look for inspiration, but, uh, you know, as songwriters, it comes from something like, you know, you like, that'll inspire you to just be like, man, this song really makes you want to get in the studio and write something. I mean, obviously it's not, it's going to be your own thing, but like when, when yeah. something, you know, like that, uh, midnight song that I sent you that song, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, like I listened to it like 50 times and like, and it's like seven years old, but, uh, it finally clicked one day and I'm like, that's it. I got to start a synth wave band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's tough though. And that, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's just funny. It inspires you in that way. But I think I'm so locked into what I've been kind of, uh, by the way, my cat George Harrison Ford is like moving my microphone. I love that name. It's, I call him Harrison. I know, we're, you know, probably not going to keep this video, but it might be worth it. Um, so you, you like that cable. It turned out good for you. Now you could do some, you could start your own podcast now. Yeah. That's unbelievable. That little cable. I just got it, plugged it in and I was a little worried. I don't know if I should have been, but no, nah, it works, works, works great here, you know, here. So I was like, is this going to mess anything up? Um, but anyway, regard, regarding songwriting, I, I think like to me, I, I just really enjoy, like, I think I just have had a process for so long that I'm like, I just keep tweaking it a little bit, but it has, I find that I do, I have a lot of the same um, like ways to get there or troubleshooting things. You know what I mean? Like, so that, it, and I, at the end of it, I still push myself, but I, I have a specific process, you know? What about lyrics? Because like, to me, like I could write a song, I could write a melody, but like the older I get, I'm just like, oh my God. Like by the time I get to, to like the lyric part, yeah, I'm always like, oh, so annoying. Like, what am I going to um, write about that's now? A lot of people feel that way, I think. And I, I feel like I feel that way. Um, so I might note that. Um, but like, yeah, lyrics to me are like, I my process on lyrics are, I'll like, I think I've even told you this in private, but I've, I, I think, but I've, you know, Lyrics are a tough, I think when I was younger, I kind of like, they were so bad. It was almost like a lot of people write like stream of consciousness, but they don't have the vocabulary for it. So you're just like saying all these things like, you know, that are common phrases or weird things that don't make any sense whatsoever. Sure. And I think as I, I th men, women, children helped me a lot because I was just singing and mostly singing and writing lyrics. And I started to, like, I found writing about something is huge. Like if I said, this song is about Sam taking mushrooms and sitting on a beach. I'm going to sit there and I'm going to do a bunch of fodder and write a bunch, a whole bunch of stuff. And then I go and edit it. So am, essentially, I, am I, am I listening to Johnny thunders? You might be listening to Johnny thunders at the time when you do that, <laughs> but the, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, or like I'll watch movies with, I always have subtitles on or I'll see like a word or a line and I'll take it and I'll write it down or I'll twist it. And 
I find that the easiest way for me to like the lyrics I write are creating all that fodder and then editing and editing and edit. And I found out years later that uh, David Bowie would used to have like a machine, like a, just random phrases, like he would. Oh, wow. That could be wrong. I would fact check that, but I did. I did hear that. Um, <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> but if you think about even like, I can't compare mine to that, but I'm saying even those kind of lyrics, like they're, they're phrases, you know what I mean? They're all like, like every line is like a cool line on its own. It's like, you know, I'm like, but you, you could, try to say something, you say nothing, you know? You say, yeah, and for sure. And Steve Malcolmus was good from Pavement. I love he, him. I love him. He, he was really good at, at stuff like that. But like, he's he, a great lyricist. Yeah, but he, I, I mean, he would just say that he, not, I don't know, he would just say shit. And what was the line about the Smashing Pumpkins? Didn't he have a, didn't he have yes. a line? Yes. So he Smash threw, suck? Nah, he threw no, out, just he, he threw out like a diss to uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Smashing Pumpkins oh. on yeah. Range Life. Uh, they're elegant bachelors. They're fine. Uh, yeah, something like that. Might, might have, it, it's Smashing Pumpkins and Stone Temple Pilots. But he, like with Malcolmus, like you almost think to yourself, like, I feel like nothing he's saying makes sense, but it still sounds cool. And maybe yeah. it does make sense, but maybe it like you're it, as a songwriter, you could always be like, like I was just answering this question for uh, I was doing the. Uh, some like interview for this like thing and they were like oh tell us about the new ep and and this song and in my head i'm thinking like why would i do that like i don't yeah. like i want i want people to listen to it and be like I hate oh that. i hate trying to describe what a song is about especially if it's about nothing uh yeah yeah and this song's <laughs> and i gotta look at my own lyrics and go oh no this is about uh you know yeah like it's just like and i write i'm like you know what i did the the, the textbook answer i'm like i want the listener to really do make yeah. their own decision it's all nonsense yeah but it's so. um this uh i don't know it's really funny i'm actually really bad at knowing other people's lyrics like horrible me too i'll just take a screenshot of this here i'm actually uh I'm, I'm going to uh oceanside in a little bit are you um um and we're we're we're, we're doing some covers my friend's really? having some people people over and he's got a you know he's got the band set up in the basement and uh i think we were doing like 10 or 12 covers but i suck at fucking remembering lyrics so we're doing shit like um you know uh holland 1945 and i'm like yo it's way too many lyrics in this fucking song um i literally have i've done covers and i am like dude i forget the words to like like something from the beatles like I literally, a song which you've is like heard forever. Yeah, I, I just if I did that, I'm saying it's just like very strange. I, I just don't. I, I I like to look them up sometimes, but I'm saying like I not in my in my head. I don't remember every my own stuff. I remember, I guess, for I, I, obvious I reasons. But I don't even do that. Like I'll I'll like like at practice. Like I'll sing like the second verse, and I'll be like, yeah, whatever. So yeah, it's like a it's like a mental block. It's almost like me still rebelling against homework. I'm like, I don't want to learn shit, man. Fuck this. Yeah, I'll just wing it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but, yeah. Tell me, tell me about your the projects you that you want to talk about and 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 yeah. uh, this label. So um, yeah, I have um, uh, uh yeah. The, so the next single though, the seven inch is coming. Harris, oh Harrison. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, you want the keyboard, uh, this project, this seven inches of these people, uh, two tracks, um, one called levels. And the one is the force that work that was released already levels is a, is a tune. Um, uh, Walter Schreifel sings back up on this song. 
Um, and uh, that's cool. I was, yeah, it was cool. I told you, I was psyched about that. He's a good dude. Okay, uh, that's something like, yeah, he's a great dude. Uh, most importantly, an amazing songwriter. He's all, yeah, he is really, really good. Um, obviously, but um, yeah, it was something we recorded a bit ago. I talked to him recently. I was like, by the way, the song's coming out that he sang on. He's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Let me know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a dude who just does so much, so much stuff, and he's got such a distinct style, you know. Like, oh, the new so quicksand cool. song is so good. It really is. It really is. I, I heard it. I was like, I even I like that last thing they put out too. I thought it was really cool. It's pretty hard to not put out a record for 20 years and then put out an album. Yeah. And I I think it was really cool. And then I I, I was pretty impressed by it. I thought it was awesome. And then I heard that's the new song. I was like, and I really loved it too. So yep, yep, yep. Um, but anyway, so that's coming out. I'm excited. I'm trying to get a video done for it. The seven inches already printed. Um so I have Tell a pre-order for that. Tell me about your idea for the video. Um, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it because the fours at work I did with this dude, James Rano is really, oh, he did your video. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a really good dude. Um, very super talented. Like I never trust anybody. And he's like one dude that I, I, we've, yeah. I think I said the same conversation last time. So forget it. That's right. but no, my one, no one was listening to, no to, one, uh, to yeah. our conversation. That's oh, true. you said it on the podcast. Yeah. I was talking about him cause I just met him at that point. Oh. So I've worked think, with him. I, yeah, I've worked with him. But anyway, this, this video was like, like I was trying to do a continuation of the force of work video where like the world blows up at the end of it. Like you said, like the earth, it's like a missile goal. It was all like very high quality footage, like, like found footage. But um, I don't know that this, so this level, this levels video, I, I, I had like, a, I don't know. I was just, I had a weird idea, like a, like a, a cult living in this, like, post-apocalyptic thing and then they you find out that the the cult leader is this child and who i was going to use my niece for because she just looks like a little cult leader okay um but i didn't really get too deep into the whole process of it and i don't know if we're going to be able to do, to do that video so wow, yeah but it was funny i just saw it in my head i saw everyone like just this, this little child comes out and everyone's just like you know you know, the one thing about making videos, you like with a guy like James, you know, like you could do so much. Yeah. But once you start thinking of something very elaborate, like to me personally, I'm like, how long is this going to take? Because I yeah. want it out now. But that, yeah, but you're like an instant gratification, dude. I am. Too. That's like your, that's your whole vibe, <laughs> which is cool. <laughs> you're like, yo, dude, I'm, I'm going to sit on the toilet. You're going to film me playing guitar. Okay. We're going to be done by two o'clock. I got a thing. That's right. I'm gonna put out this tune. Yeah, I um, no patience. You have no patience, but uh, I, I, and I might procrastinate too much. But uh, James is a dude that I feel like you can really hash stuff out with. So I'm gonna talk to him. We did a live shoot at that Westfall Studio recently. Um, my buddy Billy Reimer, um, from Dillinger. You mentioned yeah, them earlier, yeah, but yeah. he he played drums on that. And in this lot, us we did like four or five tunes, five tunes live. But we did it, all the stuff is to click. So. And the and James shot the thing, so we're gonna put out like a live thing, like super high quality, like um, you know, um, wait hold on, uh, uh oh, what happened? Oh wait, can you hear me? It said like wait, no. I, our thing just got shut off. No, Do I you see? You. Oh, sorry, someone called me and it and it like shot me off the. Uh... Good. Hold on a second. Oh, what a what a what a bone what a bone kill. Uh, you I'll, see me fine yeah it's fine i mean i'll cut it out all right yeah i just uh i don't get back to you it just says join a meeting my zoom thing is off i don't know i see you 
Um, <clears throat> oh, this is strange. It's like, it's like signed me out. Oh, there you go. Okay. okay. Weird. All right. Yeah, cut to, um, <laughs> so yeah, so we did that at Westfall and, uh, and we, because the songs are like, I do have some random stuff like random beats or noises or stuff to like backing track. Like we played a click. So the video, so the, the dude, Mark, who, uh, who's part of the label was like, Oh, cause I, we're, we're kind of running out of time if I want to get this single out pretty soon. So he was like, Oh, maybe you could make some out of that video. And I was like, Oh, that, I mean, it's to a click. I mean, and it looked cool. If it looks cool, then we can. So I'm waiting for James, but I might just do that and cut something like a concept and cut it into it. And which I'm not really big into like performance videos at all that are like synced up, but uh, if there's just something cool that works and it looks far out, then I'm down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially I mean, that. I, that's, I'm, I'm more into like the, random shit you know i mean we we when we make the videos um i don't really uh i let the director do their thing and uh to me like if i was never in any of them i wouldn't care you know like yeah i would watch you know videos in the 90s and i feel like none of those bands were ever in their video right <laughs> oh, sorry. and they were never uh you know they were never like the big part of the video so like Dinosaur Jr. was playing like, you know, golf or something, you know, just yeah. like they were, they were just kind of like walking around, but uh, yeah, man, James is great. Uh, maybe we'll do something with him again, but uh, videos are the shit. And I feel like if you're dropping singles, yeah, like you guys seem to be, uh, it's a nice companion piece uh, to just throw up on yeah. your YouTube channel and people could either go to the digital platforms to listen to your song or if they're sitting on YouTube, they, you know, they crank it up on the TV and like, Oh, that was, that was a cool visual. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's, it's, it's, it's nice. I guess the, um, I had something very profound to say, but it's gone. It escaped <laughs> me. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so we're going to figure that out. I mean, I'm, I don't care even if I put it out without a video, to be honest with you, but, is Bill in suicidal tendencies right now? Billy Reimer, I yeah. he played with them. Yeah, he okay. did play with them. Yeah, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's consistently in it. I we got I got to have dinner with him. Um, I've been meaning to meet up with him since we did that shoot. But yeah, he's all over the place. Good for him. Yeah. Um. Also, James, um, Usher, I'll give them a shout because I, it's going to be coming out through my label and the Greenwich Recordings too. Is the new heavy duty super ego that um. We, that yeah daryl palumbo and i produced that like years ago and it still just sounds to me uh as gary delabate would say it still holds up yeah you know what i mean so a, a nine for sure annoying. it's annoying it's annoying so so i heard they had uh sour shoes do guest vocals on there they did they did um obviously we're very big uh howard stern fans as we said the last time but um but yeah so they they've been releasing that periodically too right yes but now it's it's all going to be taken down and be coming out through like the labels through us and uh and the and the other label because they're putting out a physical copy so and they just did a video with james and um yeah so that's gonna be cool i just want to shout that out because so it's something coming out it is as a business owner uh, and someone who does a lot of studio production work, wh why did you feel like you needed to tackle something as strenuous as having a label? It's I'm doing it as such like a little, like I've always wanted to do that, just like to put out little things, physical copies or something. It's, it's not like I'm, I'm trying to like start some crazy new business on top of the ones that I have that already take up a lot of my time. But I think it's, I produce a lot of stuff and it's like, I can go, oh, well, 
cool. We made this record and now I'll help you, you know, get the video done, get this done, get the artwork done. You know what I mean? It's like, kind of like, I just use the steps of everything I'm doing myself. And then I put my little thing on it, you know, my little label thing, you know? Cool. Um, um, now, as, as far as like, like, are, are you looking at any like live shows? I know we booked like two shows this year. Um, I, I didn't really think we were ever going to play live, like in the last, like last year or this year, but uh, things seem to be kind of opening up and stuff. So like, uh, yeah. do you have a, these people itinerary, maybe like a show here or there that you want to do? I haven't booked anything yet, but I would like to, I feel like everyone hasn't played in so long that like every band in the universe is playing. So I feel like it's going to be hard to get a show, I guess, until depending on what it is. I don't know. Ah, uh, but still, I mean, you could do something local in Long yeah. Beach over at, uh, what's that place? Jetty? Oh, Speakeasy? Speakeasy or like, like Jetty, like some of those places are, are fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. I think, um, I want to do that. It's just like when I play live with these people, it's, it is like a process because I have, we have to like practice. So, and I usually do that only when I have something lined up, you know what I mean? I'm not like jamming. And then like Billy played on this, this live thing we did. And, and then I don't, I don't, you know, he's very busy, so I don't know if he's going to be playing for any stuff like that, but after that, but I have to like put, it's a lot of work to put together. You know what I mean? But we yeah. have the stuff and, yeah, uh, we could do it. I think so. I, I do want to play. I miss playing a bit, obviously, you know, this last year has been wild or so. Yeah, it's been, uh, well, 2020, Th this year seems to be kind of, I don't know. Everything seems to be going well. Um, I don't know. I'm having a good time. <laughs> I think, you know, trying yeah. to stay busy, talking to some people, making some records, uh, filming some videos. Yeah. I did another project too, actually me and James from my band did this like super, I think I might have sent it to you too, but just a whole different thing. Like not these people it has a different name and it's just more super, super electronic. And um, like, I, you know, it's just fun. I haven't made music like that in a long time where I like focused on that, you know, it's still very angular, but it's um, really fun to make a very natural like process. You know what I mean? When I do these people, I have a very set process and this is more like, I could just like experiment with, a, you know, some weird drum machine or, you know, whatever. And then it kind of like, not, there's no rules to it, I guess. Whereas these people, even though I feel like, you know, it might sometimes not sound like that, but I just feel like there's, there is a structure to these people. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you happen to like, always find people like top notch people. Like you take bill, your brother, James, yeah. like these, these are people that are like severely talented players. Um, yeah. Very fortunate about that because I, since even I, I've had like 20 band members, 18 band members, or, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's like kind of like what's cool about, it, I think is like with these people is like, it's like essentially my solo project that, you know, I produce with my brother and he co-writes stuff with me and, I have a lot of freedom since I record and mix that I can, you know, put a lot of time into that. I like get, get like learning a skill for the last, you know, 10 years, 15 years, I've been learning how to, you know, produce and record. And I really love doing it. Something I really love to do. So do you feel like I, that's something that you're always going to get better at? Or do you feel like you, yeah. you peaked? No, I don't know. I like to think that I, I, I still learn. Like I just learned a program the other day that I needed, that I was thinking about for a while. And um, no, I, I think I'll keep, I think I'd like to think I'll keep getting better at it. That'd be kind of, I might get sad if I think that I peaked. Oh no, I'm but, just saying like, no, as, far, as far as far as like, yeah, uh, I guess it's done. I'm just yeah. gonna, 
as as far as like you know like uh, the confidence level of like if 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 you're faced with with an issue in there you're like yeah like like basically right now you have all the confidence in the world that you could you know produce and record yourself 100 percent. yeah and i've been like i work with friends and help them with tunes and um it's really i my, i love producing i'd say is my is really my favorite thing because I do like helping and, and writing with them because there's no lapse of time. You know, I'm not sitting here like I'm producing, like you're paying me and, I, and you're walking in circles for two hours trying to find a line. Like I'm able to help really quick. And I think it kind of moves the process along. If you know what I do and you hear the music I've made, then it's going to be, you know, you know what you're in for. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm happy to help if you want that help. You know what I mean? To like add to it so we can, move the session and get on to get on to something else or the next part, you know? So, yeah, I love that. I, you know, uh, if I got a chance to do it more, I would love to do that. Obviously it's just, uh, to, to be completely involved in, in like, you know, if someone was like, Hey, I have these four songs, do you want to yep. listen to them and maybe give me some advice or, yeah. or like maybe like be that fifth year, which is what a producer obviously does. Yeah. Uh, that stuff is fun. It's like, Hey, I don't know, maybe change that chord and put it here, make this longer. So, but it's uh, funny. And- it's funny when some people are like, you know, I, I don't know. I find, I, I specifically go into my sessions kind of like, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I enjoy helping you. I enjoy writing with you a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, I'm not trying to write your tune. Like I have done that if someone wants it, but like, I don't need to write your song. I just like to, you know, add elements to it that might be on that. But some people just want someone to hit record, you know, which is like, not what I do. Like, I don't find that fun to me. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, if I, I maybe if I did, if I didn't have the other businesses and I did this as like my main thing, I I'll hit that record. You know what I mean? But I do this for like, cause I love it too. You know? It's just, well, yeah. You get to flex the, the creativity, you know, that's what it is. You're like, fulfilling. A cre- you're a creative yep. person. So you want to like, you know, like you, like you said to hit record, it's like, that's, that doesn't sound like fun. It's like, that sounds like a job. Yeah. Which is cool. Whatever. You know, that, that's fine. It's just like, for me, I, if I did that, it just, I don't think I would enjoy it as much, but also I also like showing people my process and not that, you know, like, like I was working with my friend yesterday and just like, kind of brought me a tune and then we were kind of just cutting it up and i was we, it was, we did that like some time ago but then we went back and added more stuff yesterday but like i like showing you like my thought process you don't have to take it if you don't want to but what i like i'll be like that's too many words like what are you trying to say Let, let's get to the point in a part and and consolidate down to you know what i'm saying like and where's your chorus like i'm not even hearing like a like something that's not sticking in my head not that i want to write these you know i've you know, I'm not trying to make it like Uber pop or something where it's like, I, I like to do things where you like, you feel like you've heard it before, but you've never heard it. You know what I mean? By either. And you could do that by moving the melody a hair or like the second part, or like, there's so many tricks you can do that. You could be like, wow, that's really memorable, but it's, it's not like, Oh, anyone could have just thought of that. The first thing I think I could be completely wrong on what I'm saying, but in my mind, when I'm showing people stuff, I'm kind of like, don't you want to be so excited about like you can't give me your verse can't be better than your chorus. That doesn't make any sense. Like no. you're, this should be all the same. Yeah. It's great. You know, like that yeah. another girl, another planet song like that verse like blows me away. But sometimes people just, you know, I, I just, I just think it's fun to show people my process and if they like it, then they walk away from it and they actually like learn something like, Oh, well, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, so you can take that or not. You know what I mean? But if it helps you to make something, uh, quicker than that normally would. That, that, that makes me happy, you know? 
You're a mad genius. Um, I, yeah. I, I asked you, I gave you some homework before this uh, little bonus episode here. Um, just give me some some songs or albums that. Uh, yeah, let me. Uh, let me you know, my... just things things that are that are in TJ's DNA. Like I really wanted to get into the the shit that really inspires you. Yeah, let me see. And for this episode, I'm, I'm probably going to start it with the Johnny Thunder song and close it with that other song. Oh, all right. That's cool. I mean, even though none of those are in my five top albums and songs, but doesn't matter. You should do it anyway. You just like those songs. Oh, and if you do you want to play levels too, by the way, in the thing, you can't, you know, did you do that I, last time? I'll do whatever you want me to play. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw these people in, in the beginning. Well, that new one that's coming out, that'd be cool if you want to. I got you, bro. Cool, man. Um, all right. So this was very tough for me because I'm trying to think of it also as what, like, there's tunes that I might, you know, like that don't come across in my sound that I love and I'm obsessed with. You know, doesn't I mean? matter. Yeah, it's the same for me, man. It's <laughs> it. Believe me. Well, I'm a little bummed. I don't have cool Keith on here. <laughs> just know that he's there somewhere yes. in here. Um, Doctor Octagon. Ooh, that yeah. is really good. I'm gonna have to change one of my things. All right. So top five albums, I guess, and most influential to me that still hold up. By the way, I just want to say again. The Madcap Laughs by Sid Barrett. Mm. I think that was very, you know, as a, I got into Sid Barrett very young. And I think that that, when I went to write my own tunes, it kind of stuck with me. Like just his, you know, the, the you know, you know what I mean? Like just his style was something that when I went out, I, I, I that was still in me, even though I, you know, from just a young age, because it was. Yeah. You know, knowing what I know of you and your process and, and the shit that you make, like that makes sense that that's like one of the albums that you checked out at an early age. I mean, that, that would be uh, definitely uh, emotionally devastating to anyone who picked it up at whatever age you picked it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Life changing. Yeah. So. Um, hold on. And. Okay, so number two, um, and in no particular order, but David Bowie's Low, that record, he did that with Brian Eno, uh, Iggy Pops on a tune or two. That's like, I never get sick of that record. You know, I, I know it really well. The second half is a little more Brian Eno-y, ambient, <clears throat> very beautiful. Cool. Um, yeah. What we're going to do, what we're going to do too, is I'll, I'll, we'll pick two songs from these five albums. Yeah. And then I'll make a Spotify playlist and we'll attach it nice. to the episode. Yes. Um, so uh, the evil one by Rocky Erickson. Have you heard that record? No, but I, I know, I know the guy. Yeah. That one record is, uh, was very influential to me when I started these people. I, I like, I don't know. I just remember being really obsessed with that record and uh, that's a really wild, wild record. So does, um, it, does it have that one song? I forget. Uh, two-headed that... dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's just it's just it's very very interesting. I I would look up that, you know, about that. I'm not going to sit there and tell the whole story of that too. But uh, underwater moonlight. Uh, I'd say I guess will be my last one from the Soft Boys. I'm my uh, my brother actually got me to Robin Hitchcock um, a bunch of years ago, and uh, the Soft Boys are like the like I, there's a very Sid Barrett thing about that, but it's a little more post-punky, you know what I mean? And there's just something about the riffs and the, the songwriting and the lyrics. Like, I just love that record a lot. So all these records I can listen to. Oh, oh, that wasn't the fifth one. No, that um, was that, that was, was the fourth, fourth one. Yeah, I, I thought you forgot Sorry. how to count. 
I, I did forget how to count because I was I'm looking at this and I wrote it down, but I'm reading it out of order. That's all right. Calm so, down. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. So that record, Underwater Moonlight by the Soft Boys, great record. Um, Future Days by Can. That record, uh, or it's probably tied with Tago Mago to, for me, those two records. But Can, like we've talked about, that that's a band that really like I don't know. I think I like I just changed my I idea of songwriting it was like you know what i mean just because like you talk about loops or just like the rhythm section is always you know a lot of the time in the same kind of place which is very hypnotic and then the music kind of could go along i think like forces at work has a bit of a canned thing that my brother did on the drums you know so very influential all these things are i would say very influential to me like uh, yeah it's it's cool that you mentioned like so can like there's certain records or bands like that just alter how you look at songwriting um you know and that's how like when i first heard like the pixies like yeah. i heard i heard like trompelement and i'm just like yeah. it just kind of like like it's like wait a minute it, i couldn't it just changed like how i looked that's at amazing songwriting. too it's dude this is too hard like because i could i could also tell you right but it's like but like you said it's the hardest would can like there's certain records that you're just like okay let me just wipe the slate clean because no, nothing makes sense except for this album right now and this is this is this is songwriting right now. So I, ha I had, yeah, I was trying to use it for like, what are things that just totally, you know, I can hear in my own, in my own music to a degree. Cool. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. All right. I guess we could do the songs now. Do you want to jump? Yeah. To the let's songs? yeah. Yeah. Um, Many rivers to cross by Harry Nilsson, which was, um, I don't know if you know that tune, but it's a cover actually, but it's on this album called pussycats that him and uh, that John Lennon produced. I recommend that album very much so. It's an amazing story where him and John were like, like on a lot of drugs, just screaming at the top of their lungs. And he blew his voice out. And he had this like beautiful, pristine voice like the whole time, if you know Harry Nilsson. And then this record is like, he just sounds ripped apart. And it's like insane. Did you watch so, the documentary on his life? He, oh, yes. Okay. Yep. I love Harry Nilsson. Um, so that that one song, I, that's just popped into my mind. I, I love that song. Sure. Um, Number two, Waiting Around to Die by Towns Van Zant. Uh, I'm a big Towns Van Zant fan. He's got a very cool story as well, and you know, a documentary as well to uh, okay. to boot that you yeah, enjoy. Yeah. Um, that's actually the first song he ever wrote, and that's why even more so that's one of my favorite songs because that is some people go a whole life and never write a song that good, and that was the first song he wrote. So, okay. um, Heaven number three, Heaven by the Talking Heads. I just think that's, I love the Talking Heads a lot, but that is like a, I don't know why that popped in my head. I haven't even listened to it in so many years, but I just remember hearing that when I was younger for the first time and just being like, whoa. I'm going to send you a tune. song. Uh, so there's a band called Bleachers, which I really like. And the, and the there's like uh, the dude, Jack Antonoff. He's like a, a songwriter for a lot of people. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that he puts out under the name Bleachers really reminds me of Talking Heads, and they have a new song. Oh, really? Yeah, they have a new song and video. I'll, I'll send it to you to see. Cool. Uh, you, you could tell me how much you hate it. I will. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, and then uh, number four, I put this on here because this, this is like one of my favorite bands, like Blur. And I'm just such a huge fan. Like, okay. I don't know why. I just I love them so much. Like what the album Think Tank. Okay. This song is called Battery in Your Leg off of Think Tank. That record, Think Tank, is just I just love that record. I don't know why. I've listened to it so many times. It's absurd. Good. But that, that's what yeah, we're I love here Damon for. Auburn. I, I'm obsessed with that dude. I don't know why. I gotta stop. Did you go but, uh did you follow him into gorillas? 
you know, I, I did it at first. And then later on, I, I like, like the tracks that, um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of really great tracks. Uh, like actually yeah. I, I, there was, Oh, the one that came out not too long ago with Robert Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I thought that was like, I loved it. I don't know. I was like, I listened to that a bunch when that came out. I was like, that's insane. It was, um, it's cool. So, yeah. When, yeah. It's cool. When you have like a, a second career, which is what he did with gorillas and with, with the concept, it's like really, it was really awesome. pretty fucking cool. You know, not many people could be, could reinvent themselves. And he did, uh, under cartoons. Yeah. I saw, I actually saw that live. Um, Me too. yeah. And I thought it was awesome. A lot of people on stage, that must be an expensive, uh, endeavor to do yeah. that. Cause there's a lot of guest people. It no was money. Really cool. Um, love him. Um, and then I put this tune called Safety in Numbers by the band The Adverts, who's also like one of my favorite, um, another band I just love a lot. And um, they had an album called Crossing the Red Sea, which is amazing. But this song Safety in Numbers is on that. And I remember I, I slightly lifted a melody from it, but nobody would know what it was. So it would be pointless. I couldn't even get sued. It was so. They do now. That's it. They, but it's, you couldn't even. I would. I would love for you to find it because it was it was not the same thing it just inspired me to like two notes of it it was the way it did it you know what i mean but i would yeah never you, tell you which but it doesn't that's the thing man it's like you we take things and like subconsciously you could probably be like oh this is where you got these last five songs of like let's say my ep yeah uh, but like i don't think of it that way but if you told me i'd be like you know what you're probably right yeah <laughs> you know everyone's just like yeah, it's just we're all consuming the same shit and we're just like throwing like you know it, it's just all one big influence and everyone's just kind of like gnawing on on it it's a, like a big piece of influential cheese. Is that what you're saying? That's and everyone's it. a bunch of rats. That's it. We're all your... Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I'm going to think about that. That's it. Write... Um, but yeah, man. So that, those, are, those are the ones I came up with. Um, cool. Is there, and, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to get off your chest um, on this return bonus episode? No, no, not really, I guess. I mean, we, we, we talked about everything. everything. We talked about... Uh, yeah parallel division that um that's on instagram at parallel division records at um i'm gonna be yeah i'm gonna keep putting putting stuff i'm gonna keep putting stuff out through that um and um yeah the seven inch the, these people seven inch followed by an ep my, my brother's working on the art for that right now i'm mixing the last song and um yeah there's a bunch of stuff you know i didn't really make notes but no, yeah, um, I mean, I meaning, think I said everything throughout this, though, as as much as uh, yeah, we ha we we have a good hour of just fucking catching up and yeah, a lot of the stuff that you're into and doing, and uh, you know, everybody go get that vodka slice from Za. You oh, know, the drunken Sicilian business is good. Um, yeah, it's been really busy. Um, my my seafood location is my main is I'm the main owner in that one, and um, it's just you know the pandemic was a crazy thing, a lot of takeout. Um, you went there before you had it. Yeah, um, I love it. It's nice. Um, yeah, it's cool, man. You know, it's the, uh, it's the, that's, I would say that's a job, me owning that business. I would call that a job. You know what I mean? The French pizza dilemma. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I almost had a French fry slice emergency earlier. I had to push back. Yeah. yeah. That's what it I was. look forward to, to, uh, if I never have. <laughs> pizza emergencies again I, <laughs> I would like that but um 
but yeah, man. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited just to keep releasing all this stuff and, and uh, just, I'm bad with deadlines, but now that I'm like, you know, working with other people or this other label through my label, it's like, I'm getting deadlines and I'm able to do that. And that's, you know, otherwise I'll just keep writing. Sometimes, sometimes we need deadlines. Uh, That's it. You know, just, I don't know. I do. I need, uh, I need that said date, that set date. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it then. Cause if you give me, if you give me a year, I'll, I'll wait 364. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's one thing I think. And that's also something that I, why I'm, ex- I'm excited to do the label thing a little bit. Cause I can kind of help kind of be like, all right, yeah, let's, uh, you know, get the, get this art done by this and this thing, you know, get this done by this and we'll put it out. And it's just, know. it's also like a way to just be involved with the stuff that we like, which is the artistic side, which is yeah. the creative side and, and it's the music side. So you're, you immerse yourself in these things because you, it never really feels like a job. You know, it's like if someone gives you the, the uh, a problem of like, Hey, I have a cool verse and yeah. I need a chorus. Uh, let's fucking sit here and figure it out. That's like more of like a fun puzzle where you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know, it's like, we just need that one chord progression <clears throat> to make that a real chorus and make it pop. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the name of the game. That's, that's why I love that's do. that's the thing for me with producing. I say, even though I do do that as a job, I don't, it's not a job to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, in the end, I'm, I, I'm loving watching someone else get excited about something that, you know, they, that they started, you know, they did. It's like very, very fulfilling for me. I would say, I, I think about that often. So I'm lucky that I stayed with that, you know, cause I love recording and producing. So, well, and uh, it's time for me to eat the rest of my lunch and then go party. Um, yeah. So let's say goodbye right now. And then I'll just say goodbye. Um, goodbye. <laughs>